Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Binge. My name is Mo, I'm a registered dietitian and behavioral change specialist and every episode I will do my best to bring you closer to a life free of binging so you can live your best life and not worry about binge eating and all the complications that it brings into your life. And today we are going to be talking about whether binge eating is an escaping uh, escape tool, escaping mechanism or, or not. How to know if your binge eating is because of an escape or because of something else but mainly we're going to try to figure out if it's because if it's something that you're using as an escape or not and uh, before we talk about that we have to answer the question of what would we be escaping from so what are some of the scenarios that if present would cause us to escape and how do you recognize that we are trying to escape this is a really important is the awareness we have to always bring our, our, our attention to the awareness um our awareness of what we're experiencing. And from there, we will know if we're trying to escape it or not and if binge eating is our way of escaping it. Because if it usually comes right after something we don't like or we're trying to escape, then yes, chances are it is an escape. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about what we are escaping, what most people try to escape um, uh, through binge eating. And uh, to, to go into that, we have to talk a little bit about the body and the mind, specifically the mind and the body. Uh, the body is a, a, a place that we basically spend our entire life in. And the mind is another place that we spend a lot of time in. I've actually read this article once that said that people spend more time in their minds than they spend doing any, anything else. And I to- totally agree. Specifically, uh, uh, f- for this time that we live in, we are so in our minds. We are trapped in our minds. And if that mind is a, uh, a, a nasty place, then no wonder we would want to escape it a little bit. So we're gonna, I'm gonna off the bat challenge you right now to think potentially of a of a recent binge that you had, and ask yourself, was there something that was going on in your body and your mind that you just really didn't like, that you were kind of like judging and trying to escape? Maybe it's like some, th- some things your mind were saying or some emotions your body was experiencing. Maybe a lot of anxiety, depression, sadness. And by the way, if you're wondering, oh, can other habits also uh, uh, be used as an escape? 100%. That's what addiction can be to some extent. And that is why binge eating can be addictive behavior. Uh, but other addictive behaviors would be spending too much time on social media or uh, buying things online or uh, uh, drug addictions, alcohol addictions, smoking addictions, pornography addictions, all of these could be used as an escape, as escaping tools if they come after uh, a, a, a point where we feel like we, you know, we just can't, we can't stand what we're experiencing. If what we can't experience in our minds and our body, uh, if what we're experiencing in our minds and our body cannot be kind of accepted or it's just kind of very difficult to accept then and binge eating comes after or another addictive behavior comes after then yeah it usually it is used as an escape and i'm gonna start sharing with you a little bit of how to change that and how to start to change your mentality around it so that you're able to uh, uh break free from that escaping um uh, behavior because we both know we all know that that escape might might be very temporary eventually you go back to where you were you cannot you find yourself facing it again and that's why we often have to escape again so we keep going back and forth between escaping and facing it escaping and facing it escaping and facing it it's it really is and if you look at it it can be a little bit like what the hell is going on i just escaped it 
And then next thing I know is when I escape. Imagine like try, escaping a prison, only to find yourself in another prison, and then escaping a prison, only to find yourself in another prison, and keep going on and on and on and on, and it never never ends. And you're just addicted to the escaping imprisonment experience because that these are the only two constant things: is the fact that there's an imprisonment experience and the fact that there is an escaping experience, and that's it. There's actually no freedom. It's an illusion then. And so we want to learn more about how we can break that cycle, uh, uh, break that chain. And part of breaking that cycle largely involves understanding what is going on. So let's take the mind, for example. And I'm actually going to share a story from my life just to kind of like uh, explain a little bit um, how it could be. When I first, oh, I can't believe I'm sharing this story because it just actually was just, it's just Canada just uh, happened as I'm recording this. And I just want to say before I share the story that I am very grateful for Canada. Canada has given me a lot of people that I love, uh, has given me a lot of uh, friends, family, uh, career, education, everything. It's given me really a lot of things. And I am very, very grateful for this country. So I'm going to go ahead and share this experience having said that. When I first moved to Canada, at the age of 19, I had moved, um, I had no, I had kind of like signed online where I'm going to be staying in an apartment. I was not welcome on residence, not because of anything, just because I was a second year transfer student and they didn't accept second year transfer students on residences. So I had to find an apartment and I kind of booked it blindly and we kind of uh, uh, signed, signed on it blindly. And so what happened is when I got off the plane, I dragged my two big luggages all the way to uh, that apartment, um, which was in Waterloo, Ontario. And I went to the superintendent. It was evening. It was on a Friday. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm here. I want my keys. She was like, okay, well, you got to sign these papers. You can't just have the keys. And I was like, okay, well, let me sign them. And then she was like, wait a second, where's your tenant insurance? And I was like, what the hell is tenant insurance? I have no idea what that is. And she's like, well, that's what, uh, that's one thing that you cannot get the keys unless you have but it's basically insurance. And I was like, where do I get it? She's like, lawyers. And then she's like, but they're all closed until Tuesday because it's Labor Day on Monday. And I was like, okay. And she was really, really mean about it. And I was like, so what does that mean? Like, I have nowhere to stay. I just came from Egypt. And she's like, I don't care. And I was like, oh my God. And so I ended up dragging my two huge bags of luggage behind my back and bawling my eyes out because I missed my friends, missed my loved ones in Egypt and was really uncomfortable very difficult situation kind of gathered myself a little bit found the motel online checked into that motel and then ordered a, a, a huge family-sized kfc meal the last time i ever had a kfc meal because it was nowhere near the kfc in egypt i'm sorry but the kfc in canada is horrible compared to the one we have the one uh the one that egypt has and uh that was my comfort food in Egypt. So when I ordered that, right, automatically here, huge amount of food, ate it all, felt disgusted, almost puked, and um, and that that was exactly what that was one of my binging experiences. So yeah, happy Canada Day. But again, this by the way, the amount the amount of negative experiences I've had in Canada compared to the positive is like not even comparable. Like no, I'm just want to say that Canada is a beautiful country with beautiful people, and yes, bad things happen everywhere. But I guarantee you, I've had negative experiences in other countries too, in Egypt as well. So there's nothing. I sorry, I had to share this story on, on uh, so close to Canada Day. So uh, point is. Let's go back a little bit and dissect that scenario. What happened? Well, why did I... I asked myself like years later, of course, I was no, not aware at all what was happening in the situation. I was just kind of upset at what's going on. But years later, I asked myself, like, why did I binge then? Why was I going towards that food? And, and the reality of it is, well, 
I was experiencing a lot of pain in the body, a lot of negative emotions, anxiety, sadness, depression, uh, missing people, loneliness, uh, not being accepted. And that was a ton of physical pain, emotional pain, which by the way, I always said, you know what, physical pain, I can handle physical pain, no problems. I actually can. I can handle a lot of physical pain. It's the emotional pain that gets me. I never really knew how to handle that. And uh, come to think about it, it's because I grew up uh, uh, playing sports when I was young and was subjected to a lot of physical pain in the uh, in, in the sport that I played. But I never really practiced coping with my emotions and processing my emotions and understanding my emotions. And that was very difficult for me. In fact, emotions were kind of shunned growing up as being like, oh, you know what, what, what are, why are you being emotional? Are you a girl? Which is horrible to say, by the way, for the record. But the reality is that's what I was subjected to. And so the idea of experiencing emotions was very, very uh, 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 kind of like, uh, uh, almost like, a, you know, you're not even like man enough, which I'm, again, I'm sad to say, was was an insult to me back then shouldn't be because there is girls are, uh, are are there's nothing wrong with, with with being a girl first of all but just the idea that's i can make a whole new podcast about about that about about mixed messaging in sports uh motivating people motivating motivating young boys by saying don't be a girl like i hate that kind of messaging but that's the messaging that i received and uh, emotions were one of the things that you were kind of shunned away from experiencing. It's like, you know what? No, you should not be emotional. You should not experience emotions. And actually, a lot of girls, women, also experience that kind of upbringing. They're told that they should not be emotional. They should experience not, not be okay to be, uh, uh, experience emotions and that they should be logical. Not em- and that is a horrible way to put it. A horrible wrong way to send a, a message to send a, a young person growing up because then it makes them develop a negative relationship with their emotion. And so any negative emotion they experience becomes uh, difficult and very painful, more more painful than physical pain. And that pain is so is often imprisoning. It feels so and that the best that our only way of thinking is I want to escape that pain. And what do we do? We escape it by by triggering a huge amount of pleasure, which is exactly what happens when we binge. So yes, in that case, it is an escape. But also, let's take a look at that's what I experienced physically. Then a lot of anxiety and all these negative emotions. But also mentally, mentally, I was experiencing something too. Is and this is unrelated completely to what the lady has said to me, that superintendent has said to me, because if I was if I was at a point where mentally I was my, my, I was in a good place, then I would be like, okay, this woman something you know what she's having a bad day or something, but I wouldn't take it as a as a sign that I'm not good enough and that I'm not welcome here, I'm not accepted here, and that I'm going to fail in my journey and all this stuff. Because that's the truth is that was what was going on in my head that was triggered. And it was always the story. It's just that it got really intensif- intensified when something happened, when the experience happened and told me, you know what, you're right. You are not good enough. You're not welcome anywhere you go. You're going to experience hardship. Your life is meant to be horrible because you just left uh, uh, your country where you had loved ones or whatever. And now you're going to a new place where nobody's going to give a shit who you are and all that stuff. Like that was the story. And that was what's going on in my mind. And I couldn't stand it. When your mind is a place that you can't stand because it's so filled with negative thoughts and it's so, uh, uh, it's like having this negative coach that you can't stand, you know, just constantly saying demeaning things and putting you down of course you want to run away from them but when that coach is living in your head how are you possibly going to run away from them well you can do the exact same thing you did when it comes to running away from physical pain from emotional pain sorry you go and seek an experience that will really trigger you 
to be present and binge eating is one of those experiences it really pulls you into the present moment it pulls you out of your mind because you're intensifying your taste buds your senses you're engaging your senses it smells good it tastes good oh my god it feels good in my body right and this is where addiction stems from addiction stems from one of the causes of addiction is exactly that a lot of people are addicted to other things that force them to be to be present and force them to leave the mind and if you look at it social media does the same pornography the same addictions alcohol all that stuff the same it draws them away from the mind it pulls them away from the mind and into the present moment but it's temporary it's short-lived eventually they go back into the mind again and they're like oh and now i'm stuck in there again and then they have to live this constant back and forth between uh insane intense pleasure and uh as an escape and then imprisonment again into the negative emotions into the negative mind and so what are the two solutions to this? What, there's are, there are two solutions. We're going to go through them right now. What are the solutions that can help us overcome all this imprisonment with like, so that we are no longer imprisoned? Well, think about it this way. If you're going to spend the majority of your time in a place, then why not make it a beautiful place? That's, I mean, if you had to live the rest of your life in your living room and you had like all the money you need in the world to spend in a living room, would you not make that living room amazing and beautiful? Would you not spend so much money on it to make it? There's lots of nature and activities and fun things to do and pleasant people. Maybe, you know, maybe you buy a, a monkey or something. I don't know. People don't buy pets like monkeys who live in the wild. I'm very environmentally friendly. Something important for me, by the way. But anyways, you get the point. You, maybe you get things. Maybe you buy things that make it beautiful, right? Would you not do that? Yeah. So think about your mind then. How is your mind? What would you describe your mind as? Is it a beautiful place to live in? Or is it a kind of nasty place to be in? Or is it a prison? Because for many people, it's a prison. It is. It's a prison because it's nasty. It is difficult to be in. But also, they can't leave it. They try, but they can't seem to break the connection. They can't seem to break the, the negative narrative, the negative story, it's very difficult to break it. And so they end up being a prisoner to it. And that is when binge eating becomes an escape, when you become a prisoner of your own mind. Let's take a look at the body. When you can process your negative emotions, because negative emotions are actually your body's way of trying to communicate with you. This is something people do not know. Emotions literally stands for emotion, energy in motion. It's your body trying to communicate with you, trying to tell you something, right? It's trying to say, hey, I need, there's something that needs to be done here. And yes, yeah, sometimes it's false alarms, such as with people who experience traumas. Could be many times false alarms, but a lot of times it saves you. So for example, you know, let's say back in the days when when we were uh, you cavemen and you saw a lion eat your cousin or something, then your mind's gonna be like, no, lions are bad. If next time you see a lion, it's saying, it says, get the hell out of, the, out of here. Don't stay here no longer. And that's when negative emotions are good for you when they actually save you but what happens when they're false alarms and they're like going off all the time like bells like all the time and you're choosing to ignore these false alarms you're choosing to not pay attention to it you're choosing to say no i don't want to experience it they're painful they're loud but i don't want to even take time to turn them off or understand what they are well then all that all that negative emotion becomes painful and so what do we do we try to escape it again by 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 going through things like food all this stuff so the key is to learn how to process your emotions learn sit with the emotion learn what it means when you're experiencing that emotion what does it mean do not judge it do not try to escape it do not try to avoid it try your best to just understand it more and be okay with it and welcome it the same way you would welcome any positive emotion this is really really 
important. Something I do, I spend a lot of time working on with my clients is getting them to process their emotions and understand how they can start to feel uh, uh, better by accepting the negative emotions and by welcoming it and by under- trying to understand what it means to be experiencing that as opposed to judge it and hate it and bury it keep burying it burying it oh i'm anxious i'm anxious i'm anxious i'm anxious i'm depressed i'm depressed i'm depressed and then next thing you know they can't handle it to the point where the doctors put them on medication but the point is that anxiety that negative emotion is there for a reason and it's there to be expressed because it's trying to tell you something so trying to process it is really really key so this is where this is where binge eating becomes an escape is when your emotions are crippling and when your mind is a prison and ideally you will get to a place where you're able to uh, process that and also turn that prison into a beautiful place to be in and to instead of it being a prison it can be a beautiful garden where you can spend time in now when you spend time in the mind you're looking forward to being in, in that mind because there's lots of things that happen in the mind that are beautiful and then also when you, you see something beautiful happening around you you can get out of your mind and look go there as well into the look at nature look at uh, your work look at spend time with your family your loved ones all that but when it's time to go in the mind again you you no problems my mind is a beautiful place i can spend time there i don't have a problem with that at all so that is really uh, one of the most important things to do is how do we turn into beautiful mind and to do that we first have to understand what are the things that are ugly in it that we need to remove or change and then what can we install in it to make it better? So think about your living spaces, for example. What ugly stuff, what thing, what, what's the dirt around there? What's dirty? What needs to be removed? And what, how can you make it beautiful? It's the same, same thing goes towards the mind. And I know it's very, uh, uh, because it, I, that's me. That's what I spend hours and hours working on with people is how do we do that? And it doesn't, it is no, there is no one solution for everybody, but there is that awareness of what is not serving me in my mind that is making it an ugly place. Make, making it a prison and what can I uh, uh, how can I change it and turn it into a beautiful place to be so I can look forward to spending time in it and so then there's nothing to escape and this is really the solution is when we realize that there is nothing to escape so let me repaint the story of what would have happened to me if I had experienced the same uh, 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 um, experience the same experience I shared earlier with going to that place only going to my apartment only to be told that I need to leave if had I had a beautiful uh, uh, mind and had I had a uh, good relationship with processing my emotions? Well, first of all, I would have walked in there with my luggage, be like, all right, this is an adventure. This is really uncomfortable. I'm gonna, I miss my family and my friends already back home. But you know what? I'm here to learn something. I'm here to experience this journey and whatever it has to bring and learn more about myself. Oh, hello, lady. You know what? I'm here to look for my place and uh, to get the keys to my place. And then she's like, nope, no keys because you don't have insurance and whatnot. And in which case I'm like, oh, okay, so I made a mistake. Great. So, and then she's, and then she kind of like, again, I'm not, I'm not changing the facts. So the fact is that she looked at me like, she's like, uh, you know what? Happy that this is happening to me, which is exactly what hap- happened. Actually, she almost looked that she was thrilled that I was going to be uh, uh, homeless for a couple of days. And so I would have dragged my suitcases out and be like, oh, wow, that's a tough start. I mean, but I'm sure I can do it. I can figure it out because I can figure out anything. I can do anything. And yeah, you know what? It's an obstacle in the way. I'm going to learn from this and, and look at it as a funny story one day. There's many people who are homeless. You know what? Like what's wrong with struggling to finding a place to stay in a couple of days? It's going to be an adventure. And then finding a place online, then going home and then calling up my friends and calling up my family and stuff and being like, oh, so this and this and this happened. And uh, 
it was you know difficult but uh, yeah i'm here now no don't worry everything is okay and yeah perhaps i would have felt a little bit lonely or anxious but i would have reminded myself that it's okay and to experience the anxiety you know what maybe my body is feeling like i'm not really to be accepted maybe my body is feeling that i am uh, not good enough or not welcome here it's not true i'm sure i'm going to make friends in my orientation i'm sure i'm going to have a lot of good there's a lot of good people here i'm 100 sure this lady maybe was having a tough day maybe i'll send her some positive energy stuff like that and that's it that's how i would have approached it had i been in a different place but the tr- the truth is is that i didn't my my mind was not was still a prison was not a beautiful place and uh i was not capable of processing these emotions my emotions or understanding what it means to experience anxiety and that is why i was trying to escape often with binge eating we are trying to escape something that is just not serving us it's always there but it's not serving us and it's intensified when it's triggered so what do we do well we have to learn how to respond differently to it and how to change what is not serving us turn the mind into a beautiful mind and learn what our emotions mean and how to cope with them and this is what i mainly wanted to share with you today and if this is something that helped then i wanted to invite you if you're listening right now to a workshop i'm doing on the 17th of july uh, Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It is called Break the Cycle. It is a three-hour workshop where we will be diving into why we binge, how do we stop binge eating, and how do we uh, 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 not work on the right on the wrong things, and how do we work on the right things in the right sequence, which is very important in overcoming binge eating. So you can get it done really, really quickly. You will leave that workshop with a be- better understanding of why you binge, why you struggle with binge eating, what triggers you to binge what you need to work on and focus on and what sequence you need to do that with. If you're interested in that, I will leave a uh, link somewhere in that podcast or you can go to www.breakthecycle.morezk.com. That's www.breakthecycle.morezk.com. I look forward to seeing you there if you join us and I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you again for listening.